Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. One of the big stories that you've been hearing uh, on our news bulletins and in lots of media over the last couple of days is that the the idea that the government is going to investigate the possibility of a four-day working week. We've been asking on Facebook about that and whether you, how you feel about it. Teresa says she'd absolutely love it. Colin says four by ten hour days, a three-day weekend, better quality of life. Monica says it's a great idea. Can see it causing problems with childcare though, unless more were able to work from home. Claire, however, says that she already does 40 hours in four days and would much rather Monday to Friday, nine to five. So that's interesting. She's in the position of having a four day week and would like to switch to a five day one. And Mag says it won't make a difference to people working 12 hour shifts. It'll only suit office staff. So lots of different opinions on that. We're going to chat now to the chair of the four-day working week campaign, Joe O'Connor, and also Margaret Cox, who's director of the ICE Group, which operates the Pittman Training Centre in Limerick. Good morning to you both, and you're very welcome to the programme this morning. Morning, Gillian. Joe, uh, is it, just want to check, Margaret, you there as well? Yes, I'm here. Uh, good, good morning, morning good morning. Um, so, Joe, I'll start with you. First of all, you are a campaign group that believes that this would lead to a better society. Is that right? That's right, Gillian. Uh, we formed in 2019 as a coalition of trade unionists, business people, academics, uh, campaigners and environmentalists. And I suppose yesterday's announcement was particularly significant in terms of a development in our campaign because effectively we have a pilot programme being rolled out from next January. It'll be a six-month coordinated trial of the four-day working week, not just here in Ireland, but in a number of other countries as well. There's a major campaign launch in the United States next week. And we've developed a package of business supports to support companies and employers here in Ireland who are interested in testing the effectiveness of a four-day working week. So that includes a training program that's been developed by uh, businesses who have successfully implemented a four-day week here in Ireland and internationally. That includes Margaret and her company. Uh, coaching, mentoring and advice supports for businesses. Also, the opportunity to network and collaborate with other businesses who are, who are taking part in the trial. And then finally, we've developed a research partnership with University College Dublin and Boston College, which will enable expert academic research and analysis of the of the effects of the of the four day week trial. So effectively, what we're trying to do here is we're trying to build on the really really positive results we've seen at an individual company level here in Ireland and internationally. Uh, the the four day week is is an idea which has been steadily gaining momentum in recent years, particularly as we emerge out of the pandemic. And what we want to see from this trial is can those really really positive results be replicated on a much broader scale with a much larger number of companies? Can you clear one thing up for me? Joe, because there's a bit of confusion about this. You know, some people say that a four-day working week means an extra day off every week for 52 weeks of the year, so less working hours. And others say, no, it's actually squeezing your five days work into four days. So which model is correct? So when we talk about a four-day working week, the model that we talk about, and I think it's important because we're looking at this from a a very different um, standpoint, 
we think that we need a different model of work, which is measured not around the time you spend at the office, the time you spend at the desk, or the time you spend on the clock, but is measured based on your results, your outcomes, and your productivity. And that's something that might have felt like a, a radical notion when we launched the campaign back in 2019. But as we've seen from the, the, the impacts of the COVID-19 pandemic, we think a lot of workers and, and also employers' eyes have been opened to the possibility of a very different way to, to think about uh, how we work. So effectively what we're talking about here is the 180-100 model, as it was described when Perpetual Guardian, a company in New Zealand, introduced the four-day week in 2018. And that effectively means 100% of the pay, 80% of the time, and 100% of the product productivity. And that's the crucial part. This is effectively a deal and an arrangement between the employer and their staff, whereby in return and in exchange for the, the, the fifth day off, the, the extra day, um, they, they, they must change their business practices. They must ensure that that level of productivity is, is maintained. And as I'm sure Margaret will tell you now, in, in the majority of examples we've seen where this has been done internationally, not only have those companies been able to maintain their productivity, but actually in many cases they've been able to increase it. Okay, well, I'll ask Margaret then, because that was kind of a complicated answer, Joe. Uh, Margaret, what I want to know is, are people working much longer days on those four days? You're, you're head of a company that's already doing this four-day week, is that right? That's right. Look, I think what, what Joe was saying, and, and he's actually right, is that the focus is to try and reduce the working hours, um, not to squeeze four days' work. In, or five days work into four days. But we're, again, we're not talking about time. So in ICE Group, we moved from five days back to four days. Our four days did get longer than they had been. Um, but not, so we are working less hours every week, but our behaviours have changed and we get the job done. Um, so uh, it's as simple as that. But it's not the same for every company. This is, it's not a four, the four day week model concept doesn't have to be what happens in ICE happens in company A and company B. You you work to suit your organisation and what works. So in ICE, everybody has either a Friday or a Monday off and they work their four days during the rest of the week. So we've worked it around a three-day weekend. Um, other companies might say, and the company that Joe referenced in New Zealand, Perpetual Guardian, they're much more flexible in their model. They're saying, take any day of the week you like off. You just have to work your, your get your work done in the four days that you do work. Um, and they even allow people to take it in two half days. So there are different models that will suit different organisations. And that's the purpose of the, the concept of a trial is that, well, you figure out what's best for your organisation. And that's what we did. We had a trial for six months and um, we're come, uh, almost two years ago now we started our trial on the 1st of July and we figured out what's best for our organisation. And as we went through that trial and even indeed in the last year and a half, we continue to make little tweaks and, and changes to make it easier, easier for us, easier for the business, easier for the people and better for everybody. Margaret, are there lots of people queuing up to try and get a job in your company because it's only four days yeah. a week? They are, actually. It's a huge talent acquisition um, plus. So when you advertise jobs um, and people come along, the first thing they're really interested in talking about is um, talk to us about your four-day week model and what does that mean. So, yeah, um, they are. It's um, Gillian, just, it, it really makes a huge difference to people's lives um, in terms of... a. Uh, single people or people without uh, children or, or dependents, they have time to do things like go back to college, spend more time on sport, and um, maybe spend more time on travel if that's what they want to do. Uh, people with families um, get to get quality time for themselves on that extra day and yes, and spend that maybe with their families or get rid of 
chores on a Friday or on a Monday and then spend the weekend quality time with their family. So there's lots of huge benefits um, for everybody who works for the communities they work in because they're volunteering more, they're giving back to the community. And then in terms of the environment, you're cutting down commutes by 20%. um, And uh, that makes a big difference if people are not stuck in traffic, maybe 45 minutes each way, it's an hour and a half per person and you're cutting out of um, of the daily commute. Well, we have a caller on the line, Jim. Good morning to you, Jim. Good morning, Jim. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Jim, is it? am I right in saying you already have a four-day working week? Is that well, right? I do, but it's, uh, the, the model we have is work in healthcare. Uh, the model we have is we all do all 12-hour shifts. So uh, you have, and it works out over a month. So we, we don't do any less hours, but the, we do do three-day weeks, uh, three three-day weeks and a four-day week in a month. And uh, it makes a huge difference, especially if your days are together. Um, so this, this well, last but, week I was but on... But 12-hour shifts, and now I know they exist in a lot of... Yeah. They exist in industry, they yeah. exist in healthcare, nurses yeah. do 12-hour shifts, yeah. they're all over the place. But they're not for the faint-hearted. And they're, they're not, difficult. With it, with it, they can be very difficult when you have a family. They can, but at the same time, I was just trying to think this morning uh, and last night even, uh, any of my colleagues who are in the same situation, and I can only think of one who would go back to um, work in a shorter day. And in actual fact, I know of one area uh, in the country where their their roster has eight-hour shifts and they're finding it difficult to get full-time staff to commit themselves to it because nobody wants to do the eight-hour shift. Um, because they've less, you've less commuting. I mean, you, when you're when you're going to work, you might as well stay at work, put in your hours, do your work, um, and and go home. So you've less of a commute, uh, you know. So you've less driving, uh, you've less preparation uh, to go to work. And uh, as I say, of all the people that I do know and work with, I can literally only think of one that will go back to a shorter day. And that isn't somebody. Interestingly enough, that isn't somebody who has uh, small children at home either, or family commitments or anything like that. He's actually a single man. Uh, so it's kind of strange, I know. And 12-hour 12 12 days are not for the faint-hearted, uh, for sure. And the difficulty is that I know in a past job I worked in theatre in Limerick, actually, and I know the nurses in some of the theatres would often get caught late because a late case would come in. So your 12-hour day could turn into a 15-hour day very, very easily. Um, but then they got the break the following morning, you know, so they didn't have to come in early the following day. So it kind of balanced itself out, and they seem to be quite happy doing it. Jim, sorry, I mean, Joe, I mean to talk to Joe here at the four-day working campaign. What Jim was saying there, obviously it suits him, but doesn't isn't that what it comes down to at the end of the day? What suits people, what everybody's looking for is flexibility in their workplace. And for some, five days might suit them, and for others longer days but four days might suit them and for others it's working from home. That's right and when we talk about the four day working week we're not talking about a rigid one size fits all concept we're talking about something that that does need to be flexible and in the same way that you know the five day nine to five might be the standard work arrangement in the economy today it's certainly the most common work arrangement it's not the only one and different types of flexibility need to exist for different workers, different employers, different sectors. So we're not saying that that, that needs to change. Uh, what we are saying is that we need to move towards a shorter working week, some version of a shorter working week for all workers with the four-day working week as the new default. And the reason we're saying this is that the five-day week concept is something that was invented a century ago. 
over the last 20 or 30 years, we've seen incredible, unbelievable advancements in technology with the internet, with globalization, with email. That has led to incredible increases in productivity. But over that period of time, within most developed countries, such as our own, people are working on average the same working hours they did in the early to mid-1980s. And we believe as we emerge from the COVID-19 pandemic, it is time for a reset and a rethink. And it is an opportunity to, to work smarter and not work longer and to move towards a shorter working week. IBEX says it won't work. They represent the employers. They're, they're, you know, they're saying it's a model that isn't workable. Well, I read IBEX's comments uh, yesterday and in fairness, it's been quite consistent since we launched the campaign in 2019. They're not saying that it won't work. What they're saying is, is that it won't work on a universal basis. They're saying that it will work for some employers and that it won't work for others. But in many ways, that misrepresents what we've been saying because, as I just pointed out there, the 40 Week Ireland campaign are not saying that it should be a universal nine-to-five, four-day working week for all workers. As Margaret has pointed out, there are different ways that a four-day week can work for different businesses, and there are going to need to be different forms of flexibility. But what is not realistic is to continue on a situation where, through automation, through artificial intelligence, we see massive increases in productivity, massive advancements in technology, but the benefits of that are not shared with workers in the form of reduced working time. And we believe that that's not a realistic proposition as we talk about the future of work. Okay, well, we'll leave it there for this morning. Thanks very much for joining us in Limerick today. That's Joe O'Connor, who's chair of the four-day week campaign, Margaret Cox, director of ICE Group, operating the Pittman Training Centre in Limerick, and our caller, Jim, as well. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.